0: What's up, this oh, is G yeah, Weave. I'm back in the I building. I got a lot of stuff I'm gonna be talking about like. today. On, back, so let's sit back and get ready for a great day, of I see
1: conversation. the in the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me. And when this beat drop, I know they're gonna lean. What's
0: going on y'all, my name is G Weed, today I'm about to Don't grind my gears You know how I do, man, what's going on, been a wild, wild week, I got a lot of things to talk about, man, and uh... The more I I think about it, man, one thing I want to get on and grind my gears on is being a sore loser. Man, listen, North Carolina, man, listen, first of all, y'all should be happy that y'all got as far as y'all got. But when I heard that they were complaining, some of the fans, about the floorboard, come on, y'all had a 15-point lead. A 15 point lead y'all the one that blew that didn't nobody blow that but y'all you can't get upset about nothing but yourself man y'all blew that you know so to be a sore loser and sit there and get upset because you guys lost the game listen you had an outstanding first half you had a terrible second half. You shot over 50% in the first half and you shot over 25% in the second half. All y'all had to do is shoot 40% and y'all would have won that game. And down in the end, y'all still had an opportunity. You know, things happen. It's unfortunate that you guys lost, but don't don't do that. Don't don't go out like that. That's the worst thing you can do. Be a sore loser. It was right on the fingertips, the championship, and you lost. Kansas was the, actually the favorite. You guys came in rolling hot, but you lost. So, man, let let, let, let sleep in dogs lie, bro. Don't 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 do that right there. Don't um get to whining and crying, man. It's an unfortunate thing. All I can say is, suit up, boot up, and do it again next year. You have an opportunity to get your revenge, but other than that, man, wow, crazy week. Um, NBA definitely is is winding down. Man, it's looking like teams are trying to avoid playing the Nets. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You know, I'm I'm thinking Boston don't want to play the Nets. That's what it's looking like. Uh, why did Jason Tatum not play? That's your that's your best score. Y'all had an opportunity to beat the Bucks. Though y'all almost beat them. But the point being is it's like y'all looking to settle for not taking on the Nets now. A championship team ain't running. And the way I'm looking at it, the Bucks I don't think they care about who they play because in a seven-game series, it's totally different than playing one game. So I think the Bucs are looking at it like, bring on whoever. I know some of the Bucs fans is uh, not wanting to play them in the first round, but a champion, a player, a competitive person, they're not thinking like that. Whoever's in front of them when the playoffs start is who I'm taking on. I'm not ducking or running from nobody. But it seems like that's what teams are trying to do. Man, when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Like I always say, suit up, play the game, come with a game plan. And execute it. But it just looked weak, you know. It just looked weak. But it's all good. Uh, Two or three games left, playing, coming up. Seems like it's going to get really exciting. Um Another thing I want to talk about, Tiger Woods. Hooray. The goat, the god is back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? After having that horrific uh, car crash. Man, but the funny thing about it is the hating. Not everybody, but God damn. Some of these people just like, yeah, he'll be lucky to make the cut. Uh, Yeah, you know, just be happy to be out there. The man go out there and shoot a 71. He's one minus one under par. So check this out: all the players on tour play every freaking week. This man been out rehabilitating. Decides to just come up to Augustine, Augusta, August, uh, uh, the August uh, golf course and golf course, excuse me, in Atlanta, Augusta, Augustine. I don't know what you know. The Masters. <laughs> I ain't going to even try to be appropriately uh, perfectionist when I'm talking, but at the Masters. And uh, he basically outplays everybody that's been playing every week. That shows you that man is the GOAT, man. Near-death experience. Comes and shoots a one under to be four shots off the lead. Are you kidding me? But you get the hate. Just, oh, no, there's no way that he can, shut up, be quiet, stop talking. That's that's Tiger, okay? Come on. the most One of the most competitive people ever, besides Jordan, besides Kobe, besides Giannis. These guys, Brady, these guys have a different level of competitiveness. They're going to be 80 years old, uh. In their respective sports, still thinking they can uh, play. That's just how that's just how they are. The only thing that can slow those type of players down is injury and old age. That's it. You gotta age these guys. These them type of guys gotta age out because they'll go out there and play on one leg, and that's facts. But yeah, man, it's just it's exciting to see. So hey, it's just like buckle up, man, and let's sit back and wait and see how it all ends, man just to see him out there is just miraculous it's a great thing and i'm, I'm very happy to see um yeah baseball is back america's pastime the stadium's packed and full you know i'm hoping baseball uh you know brings back the out the outdoor environment the barbecuing and the family gatherings that's one thing baseball does do it's a slow goddamn sport but Oh, my goodness, it does bring the barbecuing out, at least. If baseball do anything, it brings out those freaking uh, tailgating parties. That's what's up. I like that. Good barbecue. Now, you could be in the parking lot, and you can just walk by somebody, and the next thing you know, you're partying with them. Don't even know them. Give, they're handing you a brat and a drink. Hey, come on. Come on over. Drink, drink up. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to turn down free food. But yeah, so it's good to see that, man. Um, You know, I want to talk about LeBron James. And I love LeBron James, but I love and, I love and, I'm not going to say love and hate. I'm going to say I love and I dislike LeBron James. I love LeBron James for everything that he does as far as being an ambassador, uh, an ambassador uh, for the sport, what he does for the communities, whatever city he's in—be it Miami, Cleveland, Los Angeles—he is an ambassador on the court. He is a legend. But let me let me tell you what takes away from LeBron at times, and that separates Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, and Giannis from LeBron. And it doesn't have anything to do with hooping. It's pure competitiveness. And let me tell you like this. LeBron James is probably traumatized from the Cleveland Cavaliers experience. And let me explain to you what I mean. When LeBron was playing in those early years and he was carrying the team and basically doing it by himself, which is amazing, with poor talent around him and losing tough series, going up against the Boston team and losing that, going to the finals, losing. It was a, I think it was a traumatizing experience for him. And the reason I say that is because you think about this ever since he did the decision where he decided to take his talents to Miami, notice the pattern with LeBron James. The team he leaves is, in, is, is, is a disaster. When he left Cleveland, they end up getting Kyrie Irving. And they was abysmal. They were terrible. Kyrie was the man, though. He goes to Miami. He goes to four championships, wins two. Dwayne Wade gets injured. He's not the same player. He's not the Batman to LeBron Superman anymore. They're not the dynamic duo. And he grows wary of the situation in Miami. But he sees the situation in Cleveland with Kyrie Irving. And he plotted his way and left the Miami situation and went back to Cleveland, bringing along Kevin Love and forming the big three. Went back, won a championship. Won one, lost one. Then over time, he got wary of Cleveland and that situation. And he decided, I need to build and expand my brand. And he went to Los Angeles. Production, music, investment opportunity, movies, just it's La La Land. What else can be said? He goes to L.A. He starts off a motivational inspiration to the young players. I'm here to build a championship team. He has a lot of talent around him. Ingram, Kuzman, Ball. Now, these are all players that are excelling elsewhere. They developed, they grew, they got better. But it was expected. These players were high picks. And everybody knows if you're in a great situation and someone is helping you and you're also helping yourself in the gym, you're going to get better. He tells these young men that he's going to, we're going to do it together. And then he turns around and gets them traded. He gets Anthony Davis. He gets a other more, couple other more pieces. He gets some other stragglers that want to come play with him. Dwight Howard. Uh, a couple other players want to grab a ring. The pandemic hits. The bubble hits. They get a championship. The next year come. They dismantle their championship. LeBron James puts on his GM hat. And he grabs Russell Westbrook. And it looks like it's going to be a super team. Because Russell Westbrook is an MVP. Triple-double God. Still explosive. He was in Washington averaging over 25 points a game. But this particular time, he's not in Washington, or is he? Matter of fact, he is. Because they traded and got Kyle Kuzma. So, the season is a disaster. We've watched the season be a disaster. Anthony Davis gets hurt. Russell Westbrook is not looking like Russell Westbrook. They don't have shooters. They don't have quality depth. And the season just goes down the drain. LeBron is getting his points. He's scoring his buckets. He's averaging 30 points. I believe he's leading the league in scoring. He's passing up Carl Malone. He's inching closer to Kareem. He's getting all the stats. But they're losing. It's not translating to wins. But you got Carmelo Anthony. You got a couple other older stars trying to come over and ride the wave and get that ring. Because that's what LeBron do. He helped people get rings. They're not in the playoffs this year. They got three of the highest paid players in the league. With a combined salary, it has to be over $100 million. Russell is getting forty five. So three players, which is your core players, with two players, possibly... One is a top three, and the other one is a top five, and the other one is a top ten. So we know LeBron is top three. Well, I'll give AD, I'll give him top five when healthy, and we'll give Russell Wellsbrook top ten. Now, with that power alone, you would think that's an automatic playoff berth, barring any major injury. And the major injury happened when Anthony Glass Davis got hurt. And I like Anthony Davis. Great player when healthy. But he is glass. He does get hurt easily. And it's unfortunate because you want to see a great talent on the floor, you don't want to see the talent on the sideline growing afros you know you know you know a player ain't playing when he first start off he he start off with lower like hair. a froish like hair mini fro and then the next time you see him cuz he ain't been on the court like coming out of 40 day fast he got an afro That lets you know that a brother ain't playing. You come out the woodwork looking like a caveman by the head. But, so, the season goes on. LeBron is leading the league in scoring. And it looks like he's focused on winning that scoring title. Not the push to get his team into the playoffs well he would say he, he did try to do that but it's like well we're not in the playoffs so why not why not add something to my story career being the oldest man to lead the league in scoring why not notch another record on my record book career
1: because
0: LeBron is focused on his legacy. He's said it many of time. He is a very high IQ basketball player. Very keen about history. And he does have a tendency to pad his stats. He is going to pass Kareem. That is why Kareem is doing all this. side hating. Kareem just hating out of nowhere for anything. Ah yeah LeBron didn't stand for the for the uh pledged uh, pledged allegiance. He didn't stand during the ceremony. Come on. He's just looking for anything to hate on LeBron, which is sad. I like Kareem. But he probably just feel that that record coming. I think a lot of them shots is coming. Shots is being fired because LeBron finna take his record down. LeBron is building his case as the GOAT, even though that case has been done shipped. That, that case is, is dead and buried 100 feet deep with cement on top of it. The case is over. I don't care if he's the all-time leading scorer. I don't care if he's top 10 in assists and rebounds. That's great. That shows of his longevity, and that shows that he's a good all-around player. But when I look at the stats closely, Jordan's not that far off with five rebounds and five assists. If you look at the career averages, and I'm not making this a compare game because... I want to get into why I'm disappointed in LeBron. And LeBron don't care that I'm disappointed. Disappointed, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that man rich. He don't care about none of that. But I look at LeBron's career stats. 27 points, 7.5 rebounds, 7.4 assists. That's great. That's better than great. That's outstanding. This year, the man is averaging 30.3 points a game. The past two years, he had been averaging 25 points. Eight rebounds, six assists. Right around his average. Amazing. Amazing. But I was looking, I was like, yeah, I, okay, I get it. He's the best all-around player, I get that. And then I said, well, let me just let me just check out J-Bone real quick. You know, let me just check out J-Bone. And I looked at his, I was like, well, I'll be damned. Jordan is 30.1, which we already knew that. 6.2 rebounds and 5.3 assists. And I was like, Jordan is only .13 off of rebounds and about 2.2 off of assists in a career. And I was like, wow, you underestimate that Jordan was playing both ends of the floor on offense and defense and he also was getting people involved and Grabbing rebounds. We already know he was doing steals because he was the steal leader before. And we talk about the best all around. Best all around is it's more than just, you know, grabbing rebounds and assists. Best all around is included with offense, defense, and then when we look up And we judge best all around, are we just are we judging it off triple doubles? Cause if that's the case, you know, we can look at Russell Westbrook. He averaged a triple double. Is he the best all around player? Would you say that? Even though he don't have uh, you know, he's not up there in the top ten. That's what they're trying to throw in there. Um yeah i'm so I'm trying to trying to figure out I was looking at that like yes, yeah, interesting um, about all that so I pull up Jordan's stats right and um I'm not trying to Poo poo anything, but I'm making my case for Michael Jordan being a great all around player. Okay, that's this is where I'm at with him. You know, I'm making it my case of why he's a great all around player because I define Michael Jordan and his all around play as more than just grabbing rebounds. And dishing out assist, okay. I, I I do. I'm sorry. So when I pull up Jordan's accolades as a pro, and I'm looking here now because I want to be able to. look at these and be able to tell you okay so Michael Jordan was all NBA first team all NBA defense he was a steel leader he was a steals leader in 87-88 Eighty 90, nine, let's see where else and that's it he was a all defensive player first team in 87 88 88 89 Oh, by the way, he was also NBA, all-NBA first team. He's also was an all-defensive first team, 91-92. Offense again, and defense, 92-93. He was not in the league in 93-94. He played a partial year in 94, 95. All-NBA first team, all-NBA first team defense. Again in 95, 96. All-NBA defense again, 97, 98, 96, and 97. He retired, 89, 98, 99, 99, 2000, 2000, 2001. He came back. He was an all-star. In both of those years, that he came back, so I'm looking at it like an all-around player is a player that plays offense and defense, right? And then I looked at LeBron's, and I tried to pull because LeBron is, you know, he' the man too. So I'm look I'm looking at him too because this is this is the comparison that we're making as far as all-around defense. And again, I'm not. Hating on LeBron. I like LeBron, but I'm I'm talking about LeBron James as far as all around player. Okay. So as far as his awards. So let me find LeBron here for a minute. That's what I'm looking for. I want to see his awards and accolades. And uh, so we can have a fair comparison when it becomes, when it comes to that. Um, I'm starting with LeBron with defense. I want to see how many times LeBron uh, was an all defensive player. So let me look real quick. So. LeBron on his defense. First team year by year. Let's see. So. First team defense. All right. So 2021, LeBron's not on there. 19, 19 year 19 and 20, he's not on. year 2018-19 he's not on there so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go all the way to the bottom to where LeBron came into the league and let's see okay still not seeing nothing this is 2002 2002, 2002-2003 here we go so this is where it starts, second team. No LeBron James in 2002-2003. He's, no, he's not on the first team or second team. All right, 2004-2005, I'm looking for LeBron James' defense. Nowhere to be found. Again, 2005-2006, I'm looking for LeBron James. Nowhere to be found okay i'm looking for this is the 0607 first team second team defense nowhere to be found this is the 0708 i'm looking for him again nowhere to be found i'm looking for again 0809 okay there's this first one 0809 first team defense Oh nine, oh ten. he again set that's the second one okay 10 11 his third one okay 11 12 his fourth one 12 13 nope his fifth one and 13 14. 15, 14, nope, 15, 16, nope, 16, 17, nope, so from that point on, LeBron James is no longer in defense, yeah, I'm looking, nope, no longer in defense, so I counted five, Throughout his career. And now I just have to count Jordans because I didn't count them. So, starting in 87, 88, this is where Jordan started to play both ends of the floor. So, to Counted nine times Jordan to to LeBron's five. And then remember, Jordan missed three years of his prime plus that year and a half. So he could have easily been well over 13, 14 defensive players of the years. That's considered all-around game. It's not just grabbing rebounds and assisting. It, has, it also has to do with scoring it has to do with playing defense it has to do with steals in which he was the steal leader multiple times nine times all defensive player that's a combination and those went hand in hand and at the same time leading the league in scoring So it's tricky when you call him the best all-around player of all time. You're talking about, because he's 10,000 in rebounds, okay? And he's going to be in their top 10 in assists. He's going to get there if he's not already there. And, of course, the scoring title. But longevity, 20 years, scoring, playing at a high level, you're going to get that. Most of the players that's reached that, um, 30-something-thousand-dollar, I mean, 30,000-point uh, career total have been in the league at 19 to 20 years to get that. Mind you, Jordan did it in 16 years. He played 16 years in the league. Jordan missed four years of prime basketball, but he still was able to accomplish 30,000 points. Think about that. Let that sink in for a minute. But what disappoint me about LeBron James in in the situation, I'm you know I veered off a little bit. It's the fact that he said that he would like to play with Steph Curry. Why would you, when you're on a team that you're supposed to be the leader, you're supposed to be the example, you're supposed to be trying to lead to a championship? Why would you make a comment like that to your Laker fans? And this is why Laker fans don't truly accept LeBron James as a Laker. This is why his mural was being destroyed. Because you wouldn't catch Kobe saying that. Kobe too competitive. You wouldn't have caught him saying that. See, LeBron has built an environment of playing with your competitor. Not going against your competitor, but playing with them. All in the name of winning championships because it's too hard to do it by yourself or with a built team or with just building from the ground up. He has post-traumatic Cleveland syndrome from when he did all that work by himself. He didn't like that feeling. He didn't want to do that. He wasn't willing to wait to do that. If he did, he felt like he wouldn't have rings. Jordan, he had to play through that. But he that was his Competitive spirit that he wanted to. Stay in Chicago and build a championship. And he wasn't going to go play with Larry Bird. Isaiah Thomas. Legends. He just wasn't going to do it. The fire in him wanted to beat them. This is where the edge. And the advantage of. The best player period comes in, and it's just hap- it's just it's Jordan. Just because pure competitiveness and his accolades alone from offense and defense, and I and I and I gave you his stats, guys. He's a he's a couple a, like two off, one off, and rebounds and assists. Then you throw in his steals. How many times he led the league in steals? How many times he's all defensive first team plus leading the league in scoring? We already know he got over ten scoring titles. I think LeBron just have one or two, something like that. I don't know. I'm not for sure. I know he gonna get one this year because he's shooting for it because he want to be the oldest player ever uh, to average to lead the league in scoring. So he most definitely going for that. He ain't, they out the playoffs, so it's time to stab. Uh, 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 Pat, uh, stup, uh, uh, stat stuff it's time for him to stat stuff but it's unfortunate that he made the comment that while you're out there going to battle with the team that you put together how are you saying you want to play with another great player how you would love to play you just don't say that You kill the morale of your teammates and you wonder and they're going to wonder how much is your dedication actually to the team when you say comments like that. People need to understand. LeBron built the culture of playing with the best players in the league, not going against them because he got post-traumatic Cleveland syndrome. He don't give a damn about what nobody thinks. The man is trying to chase Mike. And whether y'all don't, are in denial or can't see it, he wants six or more rings. Because he feel at that, after I do that, it's no question. But what he don't understand is, it still ain't going to make you better than Mike. You still going to be in top three. Whether you two or three, you're never going to pass Mike just off attributes alone. The attributes is uh, Michael Jordan, clutch. Michael Jordan, average shoots up in the playoffs. Michael Jordan, MVP, championships, six and and0 record, overall balanced player. Anytime you over five 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 assists or five rebounds a game, that's an all around player. Now, Jordan didn't play long enough to get all the way up into that. LeBron probably going to play for 22, 23 years. Hell, Kareem played for over 20-some years. How do you think he got to those points? Kobe was in his 20-something year. How do you think he got to those points? Over 30 some thousand points. Karl Malone, how do you think he got to those points? Jordan got there in 16, fam. Come on. Jordan got there in 16. And he took 4.5 4. 5 years off. Four and a half years off. Come on, talk to me. It's not even close. It doesn't matter what LeBron does. Still a top three. Still a great player. But to gut shot your team like that with that statement is just wild, man. I'm, I'm. That right there was like, Here we go. Here we go again. you. You tear a team apart. You gut them. In the, from the core, by getting rid of all their talents, you hand-tie you hand them with no draft picks because they're trying to get players that you want in there to chase rings. And then you make it sound like you got an exit plan. And that exit plan can be Golden State. It can be Cleveland Cavaliers because they got a nice young team. They're just missing a piece. And, you know, that piece, he feels, is him. Hell, Kevin Durant went to Golden State Hill. Why can't I? That's what I do. That's my thing. That's not a weak move. They say Kevin Durant move was a weak move. It wasn't a weak move. It was a personal move. It was a business move. It was a weak move to go to team up with with, with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Dwayne did it by himself already with pieces that were added. He didn't go ask people to come. Shaq got signed. Dwayne didn't go after him. Pat Riley built that team around Dwayne Wade. LeBron James, he didn't have that. So I understand him leaving in Cleveland. They wasn't doing that. They kept putting all that pressure and that burden on him. It takes two to tango. You have to build a team around him, and you have to get a a basically another player that's capable of scoring like him so you can have a dynamic duo and have the great chess pieces around them so I can see him reaching a breaking point and losing the competitive fire to stay in Cleveland to see if he can win championships. So he left and he teamed up with some of his boys and they won some ships. Then he came back teamed up with some more superstar boys which is that's what you're supposed to do because you can't win without star players around you, and won a championship. And then he did it again. Left Cleveland went to L.A. Made them gut day core of youth players. Lonzo Ball, In- Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and the list goes on, the great young players they had. And he brought over A.D. Then he, and then he did all that stuff to get over Westbrook. So, and it all backfired and failed. And now since it's a sinking ship, like he do whatever, whatever boat, whatever team he go on, whatever, it's the boat show. LeBron is a passenger on your boat. It's the brand new ship. Everybody is ready to get on it, but like anything, once you done rode that ship a thousand times and they didn't built a bigger, better ship somewhere else, LeBron going to get off your ship and he going to go to the next ship because the next ship is a little bit better. And that's the mentality that he has. Lakers are a sinking ship. He sees that. A.D. is glass man. Westbrook confidence is gone. He's being agitated by fans calling him names. So he can't even lock in because anytime anybody say something to him, he ready to smack him like Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. So he's not focused. He's not locked in. You don't under, he, he's not understanding what gets your juices flowing is when the team and the fans is talking crazy, but not with him because he allow himself to let that thing, let those things distract him. But things will distract you if you're talking about your family and your wife. But if they're just saying LeBrick or West Brick, who cares? You know how many times they say LeBrick to LeBron? He don't care. He still go out there and kill. But LeBron can get bothered. I've seen him get bothered before, but not to the, not to the extent to where he can't lead his team. Russell just, he's lost once people start talking about him. Because once he got on and started talking about he getting tired of people calling him Westbrook, that's when I knew he was done for the season, and he needed to do a reset. Matter of fact, he needed to get out of L.A. He needed a fresh start. And I'm like, man, I'm hearing reports about Charlotte. Man, Michael Jordan better not bring that. Cancer over there. That's a cancer. You already got young ballers over there. Build around that. You don't need Russell Westbrook. Because this ain't the Oklahoma Russ. This is fashion Russ we dealing with right now. This fashion Russ. He more locked into fashion than he he is in playing the game. But LeBron making that statement, man, is like, here we go. This dude, he has no boundaries man, when it comes he has no loyalty to nobody. He about legacy, any means necessary. He got that Black Panther mentality. he got that Malcolm X mentality by any means necessary. You losing I'm deuces. I'm sorry I left your team in shambles, but I'm out of here. Goodbye. Exit left. Stage door right. Pick which way you want to go. You want to exit left or right. He exits out of both doors. Hell, he, he goes off. Sometimes he goes out the back door because he'll door you in a minute. <laughs> like he did Cleveland when he did that special. <laughs> he got up there and did the whole shenanigans and had Cleves on the edge of their seats. Hell, they started burning his man, that man Jersey, when he decided to take his talents to West Beach, uh, uh, uh not what, to uh South Beach. But who wouldn't go to South Beach? Look at those women. It's a downfall. Ask D Wade. As soon as he got drafted, I knew it was over. <laughs> that happy family was over facts South Beach look you know it's you know it's wild in South Beach when you get mr thirsty himself Robo lining um Stephen a Smith dead or alive you're coming with me I always talk about South Beach you already know all them faces and licking his lips and ooh, South Beach you, you know he out there thirsty <laughs> he out there thirsty that's why. <laughs> so, South Beach is a trap for sure. You need to be out in South Beach single, man, because you out there with a the family, you're going to lose your family. Most definitely. Especially when you're a baller and you got the keys to the city. And there these women throwing butt at you left and right. But LeBron, again, man, it's, man, dog. Man, that's messed up. <laughs> Laker fans, man, I feel sorry for y'all. Cause y'all don't deserve that, you know. You don't, y'all don't deserve that right there. LeBron should keep that them type of statements to himself. But he, like I said, he've already done it, so it's it's easy for him to say it. It's nothing the Lakers gonna be able to do. Now you're gonna fire your coach. Like it's the folk, it's it's the coach's fault that the talent sucks, and the players are hurt. Man, that could have been any coach, and the Lakers were gonna lose. That could have been Steve Kerr. That could have been Mark Jackson. I don't care who it was. It could be Phil Jackson. Y'all still was going to lose. Ain't no X's and O's was going to help that situation. They don't don't have any shooting, and they can't stay healthy. So to change coaches for what? That could be Tyrone Lou over there. It don't matter. Who y'all try to get over there with that roster, you were gonna lose. And you're gonna end up firing that coach the next year. LeBron is the GM. He the boss. So he just have to eat this one. He gotta eat it. He ain't got no other choice. But again, man, it's always a pleasure to talk. You know, I'm gonna be back, drop a couple more. Been gone a while. But like I told you guys, you know, it ain't ever long. I'm always gonna be around and I'm always gonna drop some shows for you. Cause that's what I do. You know, and I just wanna appreciate everybody that listen and download my podcast. You know, I'm hoping to expand and get a little better, you know. Cause the better I get, the greater I can the greater I can uh spill my knowledge but other than that man once again i had a great time chopping it up with y'all having a conversation and until next time next time i gotta say deuces peace i love you and uh let's have this conversation again other than that see you later peace g weave out
1: getting wild for me, and all the pretty chicks all want to smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me, and if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me, and when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean. World debut, I know they gon' fiend. Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs. Girls from Blue Nets down to Blonde Queens. These young boys don't know what a Don mean. I'm just a bad boy, gone clean. I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober we going